0: And I'm Austin. And we're a married
1: couple. And we are lovingly snarking on Hallmark's Countdown to Christmas lineup for the
0: 2020 season. And we are smack dab in the middle. Well, I guess not the exact middle, but we are well into this Christmas this season. This is the third weekend <laughs> of Christmas. <laughs> and it's
1: only November. It's like 2020. It just goes on and on and on. But unlike 2020, it's more enjoyable.
0: Right. And yeah, 2020, this has already been the longest year of our lives <laughs> but we're hoping to end it on a positive note with some of these movies and tonight's movie that we are about to sit down and watch is never kiss a man in a christmas sweater uh it is saturday night november what is today's date i don't even know it's been like the longest week the ever. seventh it's the seventh and um this is one of our most anticipated movies because of the potential snarkability right that you can just see in the title it just seems naturally snarkable And it's starring Ashley Williams. Who who I greatly enjoy. We do like her. We haven't really seen a full-length movie with her yet. Uh, We did see a little bit of her last year in Christmas in Evergreen. There was a nod to her as being a previous character from three iterations of that movie ago, but we haven't seen her in a full-length movie yet. So we are very excited. We like her as a comedic actress, and we expect this to be a comedy, but we really... Well, we've seen a little bit of a scene with the two of them talking in the preview. So we know that she's like divorced and he's there. Staying in her guest house. (laughs) Staying in her guest house. But one thing we don't know is their jobs. And you know what? We're feeling a little bit. It's been a long week. (laughs) It's been a long week. It's been election week. We are still just kind of like very tired. So Tara has
1: built uh, a little spinner for us that will automatically select and predict what we think their
0: jobs or what technology thinks their jobs will be. Right. So we have a spinner for jobs and we have a spinner for general predictions. And so instead of us giving predictions this time, because we just y'all we have no clue. We're just gonna let um just gonna let it happen. Let fate tell us what they think the predictions are and we'll see if those are more accurate than us. So my first um prediction is somebody is a teacher. All right. Teacher okay I would guess that if anybody's a teacher in this it's movie it's her. gonna be her. <laughs> um
1: and then our right, our second job like- wheels going around and vague phd student vague all right so we have a teacher and a phd student who meet
0: in something we don't know he gets hit by a
1: christmas tree we've seen that in the ads Mm -hmm. and ends up staying in her guest house so maybe he can't finish his dissertation because he has amnesia
0: He's, he's gotta do the dissertation from the guest house but we also can make let's make two predictions from our general prediction wheel all right and see if those come true so we have all kinds of predictions on here um, but the one that we're going to go with for this movie is Sleigh Ride. Sleigh Ride. Okay. okay so we're going to have a teacher and a vague PhD student. And at, at some point, they will go on a sleigh ride. Love it. Love everything about it. And then what else is going to happen? Another sleigh ride. <laughs> double sleigh. So, so there will be two sleigh rides. Let's, in this. let's spin that. Again. I love. I, I want to <laughs> double down on double sleigh rides. Inviting a stranger to perform a sacred family tradition family tradition yeah get cut off on the thing but yes (laughs) So inviting a stranger to perform a sacred family tradition all right so there we go
1: there are predictions brought to you by the prediction wheel so i guess we should
0: watch and see our friend is coming over we're watching on the projector outside tonight um and we will be back when we are done and we also live tweeting this tonight so this should be a fun yes evening and then we'll tell you what we thought All right, we are back. We are back after our fun outdoor movie watch. Right. There was some uh festivities going on in our neighborhood while we watched this evening. Well. They called the election. Right. And they, well, they called it this afternoon, but it was like, I think they had the speech. Right. But since we've
1: recorded, the election has been called.
0: Yes. And so it has been, yeah, everybody in the neighborhood, there was fireworks, there was all kinds of stuff going on and people hooting and hollering. But we were still able to capture the heart of this movie. So (laughs) we'll see if we can give you the rundown of what we thought of it, which, um, spoiler alert, I was really excited about this one and a little. A little underwhelmed, disappointed, underwhelmed. Yeah, under underwhelmed. underwhelmed. So, are you going to give us a all right? So, one sentence. Summary? I
1: am always not good at doing <laughs> summaries, and so Tara's going to do the like longer version that gives you the full picture. But my job is to give you the succinct one sentence summary of this movie. All right, so here I go. This movie was about a single mom teacher who sends her daughter away for Christmas and hits a man crippling him who is an architect and is trapped in her guest house until they fall in love.
0: The end. Trapped in the guest house. It sounds like it could be many, many different genres of movie here. At Christmas? (laughs) Christmas. (laughs) Trapped in a guest house at Christmas. Um, Okay, so I'm going to give the more robust summary, but that's a good sort of bird's eye view of what I'm about to convey here. So In this movie, we are in some mountain... Town. I don't know exactly where this is taking place, but we have Maggie and she's a second grade teacher and it is the last day of school. She is leaving the school with her daughter, Ellen, who is about to finish packing to head to her father's for the the holidays. It's the first time that Maggie has not spent Christmas with her daughter. And while they're walking through the park, they see a dad in a dad Christmas sweater. It has a little elf on the main part of the Christmas sweater and then it looks like it has a giant head is his head. And they're making fun of the Christmas sweater. And as they do that, the little boy that he's watching falls off of his playground apparatus. And they all rush to make sure that he's okay, thus having our meat cute for the movie. So Maggie meets the dad. His name is Lucas. He's not actually a dad, though we don't learn that just yet. And they talk and then they go their separate ways. The next day we have Maggie preparing to send her daughter off but she's also preparing for her volunteer job at the um, youth camp for I guess kids when they're off school for the Christmas holiday that are children of military people and she's getting them a tree because they need some greenery in their community room and she goes to get a tree and as she's carrying it out of the Christmas tree lot, Lucas turns the corner and runs smack dab into the Christmas tree, thus landing himself in the hospital, getting surgery and having. Having a broken arm, canceling his ski trip to Aspen for the holidays. So feeling guilty, Maggie offers to let him stay at her guest house through the time, however long he needs until he's feeling better. And You know, she also invites him once he's there because he's feeling a little bit disconnected from everything. She invites him to come help at the community center with the kids at the camp. So they are at the camp and they are trying to figure out how to give these kids a great Christmas. They are doing gingerbread building contests and they are trying to figure out, Lucas is trying to figure out how to build them a giant huge gingerbread house and Maggie is trying to figure out how to get their parents involved uh, while they're overseas to be a part of the big Christmas dance that is the culmination of all of these activities. So they work together on that and as they're working on that they attend an ugly Christmas sweater with Lucas's family and when they are at the the Christmas sweater party they have a friend that Skypes in and whoa excellent idea let's have the parents Skype in from abroad and that will bring our children and our Parents together for the big party. So, when we get to the big party, everybody's having a good time. We're in our fancy dresses. We're celebrating the children. We're looking at the giant gingerbread house that Lucas has made. We're Skyping in these parents. And we have a miscommunication because Maggie overhears Lucas saying that even after they had a romantic kiss a few days before in their sleigh ride, um, he is going back to New York and she realizes that he may not want to be with her. So, she says her goodbyes, says, I don't think that we can be together and he wakes up the next morning, says goodbye, and heads back to New York with his heart broken. She realizes after they exchange presents that he's given her tickets to Paris so she can continue her art career because he believes in her. She realizes that he did have feelings for her, and she had feelings for him that were very real. He realizes as he opens his bag that she got him the book that contains his father's architecture that he's always been searching for for his whole life and has never been able to find, so he stops the car. He races back to Maggie's house on Christmas morning and. In his home with her, he turns around or she's at the door, and they realize that it was all a misunderstanding and that they actually wanted to be together and that he's going to stay in the town and build houses. And they all lived happily ever after the end. Yet another wonderful
1: summary. So Let's go straight into did our, our prediction wheel actually work?
0: It actually surprisingly she is a teacher. She was a teacher. And got, there were like 20 25 jobs on our wheel so that was <laughs> that was pretty good. He, he however is
1: not a PhD not student. A PhD student. <laughs> he is an architect. Yes, so an architect. one for uh one for two on the wheel of jobs. Uh, things that showed up in the movie sleigh ride does a horse-drawn carriage they, ride they, count? Were ta-
0: they did they mention that it, they say it was a sleigh ride even though it was a horse-drawn carriage ride they called it a sleigh ride they or said that it
1: was grounded due to weather so they were just and he gave the reindeer a break because it was santa ah uh, and so they were going to do an
0: on-the-ground carriage ride right so it was a carriage, but kind of like a sleigh ride. Maybe we need to make sleigh and carriage kind of just the like same one thing. thing. Yeah. And then what was the other one? Am I? Like... I thought it was double sleigh rides. <laughs> we did get double sleigh rides, but then we also got oh yeah, inviting a stranger to do a Christmas thing. Which, Actually, kind of did. Okay, happen. so
1: I think like decorating your tree is a pretty personal thing for mm-hmm. Christmas, and immediately the day he goes to the house after she like makes him have surgery on his wrist. The daughter's like, hey, you should come over and decorate our Christmas tree with us. Mm -hmm. And they're like, hey, can you put the topper on? You're Mm -hmm. tall. And then not only that, they have to go do the annual ugly sweater Christmas party. So it was double traditions on both sides. Well, and he
0: helped her redecorate the tree when she was looking at it. And she said, this doesn't really fit my style. I like a more classic tree. So they actually take everything off and they redecorate it together after Ellen is gone. So he helps her decorate that tree. Twice. twice so i think that instead of double so sleigh rides we actually had double, double traditions tree, <laughs> double tree decorations so yeah so surprising maybe we need to rely on the wheel more often oh, yeah, because it, it did a way better job
1: than we did. <laughs> it did much better so let's go through some of our snarkable moments for this movie um and maybe some of the things we liked about it mm-hmm. so i i want to start off by saying uh, I enjoy Ashley Williams a lot. And I think she carried this mm-hmm. movie. I, I think was,
0: I was worried about her being a lot because sometimes she can be a lot and, and she wasn't. She did a really good job. Yeah. I think that th-
1: I believed the chemistry that she had for Lucas mm-hmm. and the relationship she had with her daughter I thought was fantastic. But I did not feel that way about Lucas. Um, he did not have the same like I just kind of felt like he was a little dippy
0: yeah he didn't seem like a strong like masculine type lead I don't know I mean not that that's my thing but it's, it seems to be these movies thing well, and so he wasn't yeah. really holding the movie
1: yeah I think it was it was just something about like I didn't feel that like insta attraction that I felt like we got from her like she was immediately drawn to him and it's that whole like I've hurt you and now have to take care of you thing, but. I just didn't get the sense that he was, like, falling for her. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he needed to amp up some of that romantic, just in in how he, like, I felt like she gave it through her eyes, right? Mm -hmm. She was like, I long for him. Mm -hmm. And he did not reciprocate with his eyes.
0: Right. And she's enthusiastic about a lot of things. And she's a teacher. And she's she's like, I love going to work every day. And you could see that. And even within the context of the movie, his character is not in the best of places you know he's yeah. first of all having to skip his ski trip um but second of in all, aspen in aspen because he doesn't have an appendage <laughs> that's what they said he's missing an appendage uh, or use of an appendage um but you know he's had a rough year he's starting to lose his passion for architecture even though he, that's what he's done his whole life right and he had a breakup it sounds like or a failed engagement or something like that and things just aren't really going well for him it's a little passionless in his life and so it does make sense that he arrives that way and he's got this broken arm and he's just kind of sad but i never see him he, really fall beyond he that yeah he doesn't come up from that enough um,
1: but but that aside <laughs> i think going back to to maggie's character and mm-hmm. her daughter ellen mm-hmm. i thought that this was actually a really good like representation i don't know that we usually get a child who's this old mm-hmm. like in that 11 ish to 13 ish age where it's a single parent and i felt like they had real conversations like at the end she's like do you like him like him, mom? And she's like, well, would that be okay with you? And how hard it is to be a kid of divorce and you're with your parent and you're missing the other one and how hard that is to balance. I mean, it was still like way too rosy for everything. Everybody
0: was really polite. And, and you almost got the sense that this divorce was a little more recent than you might, but but the, the dad has gotten remarried and they seem to be settled and everybody seems to get along very well with the handing off of the kid. And he even brings Ellen to the party on I think it's on Christmas Eve it was Christmas Eve and you know he didn't have to and that wasn't planned but he knew that that's what she wanted to do so everybody seemed really polite and even when Lucas meets the dad and the stepmom you know everybody's really cordial so that worked out really well it was a good model of um, divorced parents getting along at the holidays and not stressing their kid out I guess in that process (laughs) so Ellen seemed pretty balanced and like happy at the holidays.
1: So. I think that this movie could have been more interesting had so she is carrying a tree out of a christmas tree lot. He runs into it and falls to the ground in pain and the next scene is he's at the hospital uh, still under anesthesia try like he's not out of it yet. And I was like, "Oh, what if he's in a christmas coma?" And she's like <laughs> talking to him and it was so entertaining and funny. I was like, this movie would have worked if he was just asleep the whole time and then just woken up at the end. Like, like, you oh, know, we're in love.
0: <laughs> exactly. Like that, that would have probably been a more enjoyable movie. <laughs> well, I mean, let's go back to that moment where she does injure him. Cause I think that is probably the most snarkable part of the entire movie <laughs> um, that you set up this whole thing where she's got to get this Christmas tree and she's carrying it herself because she can't get anyone to help her cause they're backed up and she's just walking out. She's kind of like carrying it like under her arm almost right. or like, it's like, Coming out in front of her. And then that's when he runs into it. And then he runs into that tree just jogging. Lightly jogging. And breaks his arm. And I guess it's because of it's the his fall. Wrist. It's his wrist. And he has to have surgery on his wrist. But running into that Christmas tree landed him in the hospital overnight. Yeah. Which was pretty impressive. I mean, it was...
1: We re- we replayed the fall just to kind this of like, see like how, how fast did was he going? This like badly. did she lean into it and swing the tree at him? And no, it was like I mean it looked like it probably hurt, but it was not the tree's fault. It was definitely it was him not looking. It was the and fall, him
0: falling, which he could have just as easily done just from her walking out of the. she did not have anything to feel guilty about i don't know that the tree really did it so yeah and so he's he's in the hospital and she's by his side waiting for him to wake up feeling all of her guilt for all the pain that she's caused him and she takes him to the guest house at her house and she is a single teacher Okay, I don't know what kind of alimony this woman is getting. What kind of family money? She has this huge, beautiful, and not even just like I can understand having a big house because you inherited it or maybe you got to keep it in the divorce. But the way that she has it decorated and trimmed out and the upkeep of it, like that takes money. It takes money, and she doesn't seem to me like she, she, with the kid and everything going on as a teacher. I don't know how much she's doing that herself like she's yep. hiring people she's I even mean, that that's money it's not elbow grease necessarily it's money and she has that whole guest house in the back um where he's staying and
1: she's got a great wardrobe like she had some of the most fantastic coats i've ever seen
0: she did there's a lovely like pale green one that she wears at the beginning i want that like it was such a beautiful color and it wasn't like the bright red and bright green it was like a soft green yeah, it was very nice
1: yeah i i really enjoy the coats of this movie a <laughs> lot um but yeah th- this this house is huge you you have to wonder how is she making this money it, so the, the logical explanation is she's getting a lot of money from the husband in terms of alimony. Cause, and we hear that he was a workaholic and he really made his business successful. So he probably is a great earner for the family and is paying that
0: in child support and alimony and all that one, that right. stuff. But uh, And well, she might get some secondary income from the guest house and it's part of what allows her to have this property. But she's using it as an art studio now, so she clearly doesn't need that anymore.
1: Right. So it, it's been originally a rental that she like so she'll rent out this guest house and it's like got a really nice kitchen like nicer than you would see in like a mother-in-law suite Mm -hmm. so a little like a little top of line but there is not a bed there is a sofa
0: bed she said there's i have a really a a sofa bed but it's one of the good ones i promise or it's not one of the bad ones (laughs) i'm like um there is no sofa bed that's that good. is good <laughs> and it's like if you're renting this how are you like just yeah. have like a murphy bed or something i mean are you renting it as like a like to like a like a lease are you doing i assumed as an airbnb type of situation i mean it has to be right um but even then i'm not staying in uh it's too nice for it to be an airbnb with a sofa bed
1: <laughs> right like everything else feels like really upscale and nice and then it's like oh and here's your bed it's mm-hmm. a it's a double sofa bed
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Woo-hoo>! <laughs> um but you know he was comfortable there he's fine it still kind of looked like a dismantled art studio which i like that they kind of kept her they right. didn't, she didn't have a long time to get it prepared for him so um he was just kind of hanging out in her guest house and and he didn't really want to do like have anything to do with the
1: family but they were very much like hey, you want to come over for dinner? You want to decorate the tree? You want to hang out? They brought him enchiladas on a tray. This is why I say he was trapped, because like, where was he going to go? Right. He's not allowed to fly because his doctor said no. Mm -hmm. There were no other places to stay. This woman who's a stranger to him has offered her guest house. He can't be
0: too rude. So he was trapped. And he doesn't really want to impose. And you know what? What else is he going to do in that guest house? Because there's no TV. Which is our new theory that in the Hallmark
1: universe of movies, none of the characters own TVs.
0: We are on TV Watch 2020 looking for our... Whoever spots a TV first in a Hallmark movie wins. Yep. Um, everybody can play because there are no There there are none. And laptops <laughs> and cell phones and smartphones. Well, mentioning
1: and... that you watched a TV. And right. I will also say a TV for like a presentation at work does not count. It needs to right. be a TV at your home that you would watch a Hallmark Christmas movie on.
0: Right. Because the whole point is these people have these beautiful homes And beautiful homes don't have televisions because televisions are eyesores. But the reality is homes have televisions because we're all watching your Hallmark movies in our homes on our televisions. So let's like lean into that. That's a reality we have of them. And especially in the guest house for the poor man who's just stuck with nothing to do. All he can do is look at her eyes. He has a TV. (laughs) Well to do. He did
1: say that he was streaming on his like laptop or something. So he does know how to watch on his device, but that does not count no so um i will say i did like the moment where they were trying to get him to come over for dinner the first night and the mom's like i'm making your favorite ellen which is her, her daughter and she was
0: like macaroni and cheese and she's listing all these she's listing things. all these
1: foods and mom's like no 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 and then she she was like well then what what is it she's like enchiladas she's like, oh and yeah like, yeah that is my favorite yep that's one of my favorite <laughs> foods. sure mom because ellen was trying to help her mom like get with it you know like she wanted to have Lucas come over.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe she's ready for her mom to be she's happy. She's ready
0: for a new daddy. That's right. Are you my new daddy, Lucas? <laughs> um, I overall, I
1: really enjoyed the kids in this movie in general. Yeah. Like, there's this little boy. Um, who's at the, the rec center that where this camp is going on and he's
0: so forlorn all the time. Oh, he has this curly little mop of hair and he's always and like, he, like running moves his it. Hands yeah, he's like it.
1: he's like oh we move this crossing out of his legs head.
0: and just looking like the world is against him. It's so cute.
1: <laughs> like forlorn children at Christmas is well, a, he misses Hallmark dad. is cute. He misses
0: his daddy. He's gotta brush his hair back and look sad. He's the inspiration for why they want to bring in the parents with the video chat and having them do the gingerbread houses, so.
1: which was the video chat. So the, yeah, so they're doing this. That's gingerbread- moment. Okay, so they're doing this gingerbread <laughs> house thing at the rec center where they're building like a big gingerbread house, and they got all these free gingerbread kits. So everybody's making it. Right, they're making stationed. little
0: gingerbread houses, right. and they get this idea: what if we made a big gingerbread house? We'll do all the work. We promise. And they decide they can't do it out of gingerbread because it's not structurally sound. Right. So they're going to do it out of wood. They're going to make it a wood project because we have an architect here who can build anything, who can build anything, so he's going to help them build it. And,
1: you know, but the forlorn children are like, "But my dad's not here. My, my dad not here, my mom's not here." And so they get this great idea to like have the the families like build a uh gingerbread house away and take a picture and send it over. But suddenly inspiration strikes when they're attending um lucas's brother and wife's
0: uh ugly Blue christmas sweater, sweater party. party and white elephant party and
1: what where they put like a reasonable limit on the amount $10, to spend? dollars ten dollar right? $10 gifts yeah i was like good job like being clear about the amount mm-hmm. to spend on this so they're at the party but someone can't come because the babysitter called out sick and she video chats hannah. in her name is hannah oh <laughs>
0: she, she got an imdb <laughs> credit <laughs> I love that you looked her up already. Well, I was trying to look up the other characters, and I was like, "Hannah, who's Hannah?" I was like, "Oh, the girl on the TV." <laughs> so Hannah, wait, was that a TV? Oh my god, that
1: was a TV! How did we miss this?
0: <laughs> oh, we just like, oh, there's the TV, and we missed it. <laughs> and we were dumb enough I, to mention it. I guess we win. <laughs> I win because I remembered it oh my god mm-hmm. <laughs> so much
1: embarrassment is like yeah. washing over me right there now was a
0: tv you're, there is a tv in their house and, th- and it was being used for that purpose and right so i think they must
1: have brought it up from the basement
0: where it's really only allowed to live with <laughs> right i mean you definitely it's only there if it has the specific purpose of being used for something besides just watching television right nobody right. hear it was watching a christmas in. movie yeah
1: oh man okay so she's <laughs> zooming on their tv and or i don't know that it's zoom it could be anything because this is we're in a world where zoom is not the only platform video chat right so she's video chatting in and inspiration strikes and she goes oh my gosh lucas i have this great idea we can have all of the family members that are abroad video chat in and we were like duh like why was that (laughs) i was like clearly this 2020 never existed for them the way that it has for us and
0: they were i think not even actually video chatted in i think they were just video clips of them sharing there was no way it was live which seems like a pretty standard thing for parents abroad like that that would be right i've seen this in lots of other christmas movies yeah so i don't know why i mean i guess it was like getting it arranged in four days like they had to get these um gingerbread houses to them in four days and uh what's their face maggie was like oh well the, the shipping is really fast for the uso stuff and so it'll get there quickly and so in four days they got the packages with the because they had all these excess gingerbread house packages that were donated that's why they were doing all this gingerbread stuff right and then they got it all the way to japan and germany and wherever else these kids families were and made the videos and made all those arrangements in four days It's a miracle. So they did have to pull some strings to make it happen from Colonel... P- Colonel Morrison or whatever her the name. The Lady was. Commander. Lady Commander, and I was like, mm-hmm, "Lady Commander." I
1: wanted to, the I I shipped the Lady Commander and um Maggie's best friend. Her name was Alyssa. Alyssa, Alyssa was. The I, I was like, I wanted Alyssa. There was a little to, bit of like,
0: chemistry. she's my she's friend. Like, I can call. Like, like, oh, I know Colonel Morrison. She's my good. <laughs> yeah, I, I can get her to do what I want. And I was like, Yeah, you can. <laughs> you know you know her
1: so you know if hallmark had wanted to pick up the gay plot line that would have been the one to do
0: well we can just insert our own gay plot line i think that's what we're going to do from now on is like
1: what's the misshipped opportunity here yeah and that was it that was it colonel morrison and Alyssa. you heard it here first um so let's get to the sleigh slash carriage ride because we have our santa sighting of the movie yes it i is- did
0: kind of leave this out of my summary because I got, I got to the end and i was like oh yeah they did kiss and it wasn't at the end it was 30 minutes from the end in that stupid sleigh so
1: they're in this horse-drawn carriage because
0: she's maggie's upset about
1: something and he's like let me drive one-handed and i was like that seems like a liability bad idea, bad idea. but whatever they get there safely And he's like, I'm going to take you on a a magical carriage ride. And it's Santa who's the driver and he's given some friendly banter about like, it's bad weather, so the reindeer have been released and we're grounded, so I could just take you around the square with these horses. So they're there, they're having deep conversations about what they want out of life, the passion. And, and I,
0: these conversations happen at this point, and I think I'm, I'm definitely seeing the pattern of you have to have this conversation, maybe one early on where you talk about your childhood and like some of your deepest, darkest things, but then you have this like moment where you finally are like opening up to each other. And this is the second one we've seen in a sleigh.
1: Yes. Because like, when else are you going to like, you can't jump out. I mean, without getting hurt. Right. So and it's romantic, but this is the part that I want to contend. Was it romantic? It, Cause it, it bordered on creepy for me and I love <laughs> a good Santa sighting. So Santa is the driver of this carriage they're they're sharing their deep thoughts and then they go in for the kiss and it's not a like almost kiss it's a real kiss it's happening and as they kiss santa goes ho 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 and then a close up of his face and he's just smiling like he made it
0: happen that's the santa (laughs) magic he like he in his head was going now kiss (laughs) and it's like so
1: he's his he's not looking back at them but he knows they kissed and he's like got a twinkle in his eye because he made it happen it was creepy santa is never creepy. Santa can be creepy if Santa is like driving you to make out with someone and knows when you're doing it like I guess he is That's always watching but
0: yeah he's even watching you as an adult because he has to know if you're being good or bad and if you get Christmas this year Austin oh <laughs> better watch out <laughs> <laughs> but but kissing me is not your christmas but he, he he's a part of that because that's her wish like their secret desire is to kiss each it's other him, right well that's already happened for us so like he's not involved he's not he's not now making magic to make us kiss like, i mean i'm sorry i thought it was
1: cupid who was the one that got relationships
0: started but i guess it's just Santa. Well, Santa makes whatever your wishes happen because he's Santa. So if your wish is that you want your dad to come home from the war, then he makes it happen. If your wish is that you want an easy-bake oven that you never got in your childhood, he makes it happen. If he, if your wish is, like, to kiss this cute man that's next to you in the sleigh, then he makes it happen. Cupid is very specifically romantic. He's making kissing happen. But Santa is just... Santa, if you're alarm. listening
1: my my wish for this evening is for you to have dinner magically up here
0: well he only can do it on christmas day
1: <laughs> he doesn't
0: grant wishes all the time he's not a genie it's also that's like a different, really that's...
1: late at night for dinner so let me save that for tomorrow
0: <laughs> he i mean you will you can wake up on christmas morning and find a dinner Sitting underneath the tree But it, he works on One day a year Okay He collects all. Well but that wasn't on but d- That doesn't align <laughs> My whole theory, theory is gone both, but, but then it, it's trumped Because they were there With him personally Okay so Santa
1: either Has to be physically In the space If you were here And you said archers. I wish
0: I had dinner On the table Then you would turn around okay. And you would see Dinner on the table I,
1: Okay I, I
0: follow the theory If you the were in now. the sleigh And you wanted a burrito There would be a burrito Yeah That's how it works Okay Okay <laughs>
1: Okay, just a few more snarks for this movie yeah. so let's go back to the ugly Christmas sweater let's go back take us back there Tara because I know you have some thoughts on this one
0: so he has an ugly Christmas sweater which is more of a funny
1: Christmas sweater yeah. I want I want to just pause here for a second I don't like the notion of like an ugly Christmas sweater party just being like oh I found a joke sweater that was intentionally marketed as a joke sweater I think the classic ugly Christmas sweater is like the ones that your parents wore in the 90s that were intended that your, your to be third grade teacher war <laughs> right like it, it it was not intended to be funny but it was so busy or so like just so much that it was inherently funny mm-hmm. so i have a hard time with like ugly Christmas sweater parties now because I'm like, you're buying a joke sweater, so of course it's funny. Right. So his
0: sweater has the little elf on the front that makes it look like his head is the elf's head. Um her sweater wasn't really a sweater, it was a dress, I think, or like a it was just a little tunic, tunic sweater. A tunic shirt. Um, but it the whole thing had like um swirls of Christmas tree bulbs and multicolored bulbs. Mm-hmm. And it was I thought it was really cute in a like middle-aged lady sense, like the kind of right. thing that teachers would wear, um, but not necessarily. Like he goes off on how hideous it is. He's like, "That is an ugly sweater," but it was actually super classy looking. Yeah. Like ugly, classy, like a little like bit it didn't light tacky. up. <laughs> but then she had a, a necklace on that had the the lights on well, it that lit but up. The, the party isn't called Ugly Necklace Party. <laughs> it's an Ugly Necklace Party. Everybody come. <laughs> <laughs> we have one of those.
1: We. We'd absolutely have one of those um <laughs> uh,
0: but you know for in the realm of ugly sweaters it was not the ugliest no, by far not. um so i was I, I call shenanigans on on that because they you know she's our leading lady she has to still look nice even though she's trying to look ugly <laughs>
1: <laughs> i think one of my other snarks for this movie is i felt like we were promised more snow than we got and like you you know the opening credit is like beautiful snow cover
0: mountains and then you have the
1: b-roll shots of like all of the town with like snow covered streets but when we get to the street what are they covered with it's not really snow They were
0: pushing real hard to get that snow to look like enough snow like they didn't they have were- a budget to fully coat everything in snow <laughs> Fake snow. But it wasn't even the fact that it was the snow. It was covered in Christmas trees. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. So it's like there was like
1: pretend little snowbanks,
0: but it was just like hundreds of Christmas trees lining the sidewalk. There were three main places that we saw the Christmas trees. So one was inside of the little community center right. where they had the kids camp. One was along the street in the town and then was it at the hospital? And at the hospital in the courtyard. They were clearly the same All trees. the same trees. Um, and so the inside is like a almost like a little gym, like a mini gym or like mm-hmm. a stage is on it. Just like filled with just christmas trees all over the floor so many christmas trees and then they're walking downtown and it's just oh christmas, trees, christmas trees christmas trees christmas trees all down the sidewalk
1: and i that, that's actually probably one of my favorite moments of this film is so she's walking down the street with these christmas trees and these fake snowbanks, and she's dragging this like can wheelie like, bag like, wheelie bag that has all the the uh, canned goods for the food drive and it's clearly getting hung up on these fake snowbanks and trees. And there's one where it's like it almost takes her down. Like
0: it like it flies up in the air. And it's <laughs> and like, like you see her, her like almost like
1: pull back. And I was like, oh, I wonder if she was just like, we've done this too
0: many times. I I'm can't just gonna stop. I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> yeah, she didn't have enough room. And that was really kind of unnecessary for her to even have like just right. have them walk down the street without the or just bag. change
1: the hands and it be like on the other on side the other of her it would have been fine yeah. so anyway I, that was an enjoyable moment because i was like oh they kept that in the film it, she almost <laughs> fell
0: but she's they did their take and that's it's staying <laughs> I guess. um when they got to the end of the movie and they get to the actual party and we're having the reveal of the gingerbread red house and the, the soldiers on the on the the video chat and all of that that's when we have um it's not necessarily a snark um but it's the the moment in the movie where i always get kind of irritated when we have the miscommunication so he's talking to his friend about how he's planning to go back and go to new york but she only hears that part and doesn't hear that he's going to quit his job and then move there to build houses and be with her basically and so then when she sees him next lucas when she sees lucas next she just says you know i don't think we should do this anymore it It gets ellen's hopes up and this miscommunication misunderstanding thing that really could have been avoided and it was creating like this little tiny bit of tension at the end but it felt so just unnecessary it was like an
1: argument over just like nothing or right. not
0: even an argument she just shut him out mm-hmm. and it was and, a five minute conflict at the 11th hour of the movie and what was so weird about it was like she
1: was like next to a christmas tree because there were so many and she's like and like the, <laughs> yeah so lucas is talking to his friend his architect friend the architect friend is looking towards the christmas tree she's there and it cuts to him being like who's at that Christmas tree, like, in his mind. And Who he doesn't could say, that be? And she's, like, ducking, but it's so obvious, and she's not hiding very well, and the friend just talks like n- like no one has just accidentally hidden behind a tree, and I was right. like, this is odd. Yeah. This is odd. He's just like, oh, I guess it was nothing. Ooh, Let's nothing, talk about you quit your job. Here.
0: And then, so, yeah, she, um you know, says that she can't be with him, but then he gives her tickets to Paris as a gift.
1: Like he's like yeah he gives it wraps his old ugly sweater up and gives it as a gift and she like pulls it out and these tickets fall to the floor and they're to paris and it's not just one ticket it is two tickets for her and her daughter to go what the heck (laughs) that's not cheap and also did he like
0: paying her for his for her kindness but
1: is he also assuming she's gonna like buy the rentals right like how inclusive is this somebody
0: into a pretty pricey expedition <laughs> i mean
1: here's the thing if someone got me random tickets to paris i would not complain about it i would make that work
0: we would figure out a way we would to, figure out it's a like, way well since we got the plane tickets taken care of i guess we're gonna get the airbnb and yeah it's and like all paris. right let's just, maybe we can
1: spend a little bit more now <laughs> but it just felt so extreme for how short of a time knew it for
0: like five days yeah it
1: was crazy
0: um and then she got him you know what it was two weeks because it was december 15th was the That's last right. day of school and then it was christmas eve oh well then i guess morning.
1: paris tickets are reasonable after two weeks <laughs> <laughs> um and then he she got him this like coffee table book of architecture that no one can find and i lo- just so you know i did try and google this it doesn't exist because i was like i wonder if they like trying to get like a real rare book or if they just made one up and it seems like they made one up which is the safer thing to do in a hallmark movie right. so.
0: again his dad was featured in it so that's why he was interested in it so she had kind of pulled some extra strings at the antique bookstore and managed to get that for him which i thought was really sweet yes. and that's why he turned the car around because he realized like oh she you know, this is a meaningful christmas gift but like that is an appropriate thank you gift He's just throwing money around.
1: She's throwing sentiment around. Now, not to say, like, she's always wanted to get to Paris, so there is sentiment there.
0: But it was, like, it was just flashy. I didn't like it. But he did it for a good reason, that he was trying to get her connected to her art again. And because she put him up for two weeks in this house for free, so I guess he's trying to kind of, he was going to have to stay in a hotel or do something else. Though I'm a little confused as to why someone has to spend two weeks in town for a broken arm. Like yeah, they well, can't go anywhere; they're stuck and stranded for a. And not even arm.
1: just the wrist. Just the wrist. Now he had some screws in, and his doctor wanted to make sure it was healing okay, but it didn't explain why he was trapped. Right. So again, and the brother said trapped. that they
0: couldn't stay. At, he couldn't stay at his house because they had family. Because they had family staying. Was that family there for two weeks too? I, uh, I feel <laughs> bad for them. Seems just a little strange, but you know. I mean,
1: I love our family. They can stay as long as they want.
0: But they don't arrive for Christmas on December 15th. (laughs) No. They arrive on December 22nd or something, or December 20th. You know, there's a little bit of time in there. So maybe it was just they were preparing oh that would only be 10 days wouldn't it if if they arrived on the 15th and it was the 25th that would be like 11 we gotta work on our christmas math (laughs) i have just going all the way to the 30th in my mind 10 days 10 days
1: and i i just because you are so much better at math i just let you do it so let's move into uh alternative christmas title like like, what do we think of this this title for this movie
0: and is there a better title it is a dumb title i don't it's too many words and it thinks it's being funny and it's not um. so my alternate title for this movie that i just made up just now is the christmas gingerbread soldier <laughs> okay
1: that sounds like if i was gonna watch that movie that there would be a man made out of gingerbread who goes off to battle A
0: gingerbread for christmas a gingerbread house for christmas the christmas gingerbread house soldiers on call <laughs> um mine would
1: be it's either one of one of like building Christmas, right? Because he's all about Aww. an architect, or trapped for Christmas. Trapped for
0: Christmas. <laughs> the Christmas guest house. Ooh. Or I guess my other better movie would be something along the line. We had the Christmas Club last year, which mm-hmm. was the one about oh, the, the savings the money. For the, yeah. yeah. Um. So this one could be the Christmas camp because it was all about the. After- it really school, was like about the, the camp, camp for the kids. So.
1: And I think that's probably what was. It, it felt like there was two competing storylines. Mm-hmm. I think that's, yeah.
0: The Christmas butter was really a, a very artificially worked in yeah. part of it. So I think that's why I don't want that to be the title of it. Because it just doesn't fit with what this movie and is it just, really yeah, about. It,
1: it's like the name gives an expectation. So, mm-hmm. um, And she did kiss
0: the man in the Christmas butter And she never even fought it. She just did it. She just did it. So like, what's that? She broke her own rule
1: this movie is built on lies christmas lies (laughs) the best kind (laughs) so do you think that this love is going to last
0: i do i do um and maybe again i can never tell if they're gonna like get married and die old together but i do think that you know he was ready for love before he was he was engaged or he had a broken relationship so he is ready to settle down he's a little older she's got a kid she's divorced she's clearly capable of a commitment he was ready in a heartbeat to move there and switch careers and build houses and be in her little town so i think they will have a happy little life together i
1: think his brother lives there i think that they it will last but i think flash forward a few years his like little like home building building uh Company has taken off, and again he starts to pick work over family. And she said, "I told you when we first met. I don't like playing number two. It's either us or this company, and they're going to be separated for just a little while. Mm-hmm. And he's going to come to his senses and come back to her and apologize. But I think so. I think they're going to last, but it's going to be rocky.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're going <laughs> to like the mountains that they're in.
1: Like the mountains that they're in. Ooh, Rocky Christmas. Rocky Mountains. That would be the. That's the sequel. Rocky Christmas." and it's just them through their separation different different rocky and then um so i think we've kind of indicated how we feel about this movie but where does this fall in our rating system of what day of
0: the year would you watch this movie tara i would watch this movie on november 7th which is the day we watched it i think it you know it's it's a very good run of the mill early before Thanksgiving Christmas movie. So I don't have a problem with it being a Saturday night movie. It's, you know, it's a comedy. So that's kind of the right slot for it. Um, it's not going to be a closer to the holidays one for me, but it's also not going to be a two in the morning while I sleep one um, or a Christmas in July or anything like that. So
1: for me, this is the the Monday before Thanksgiving where it's like in that like packed week of Christmas movies that Hallmark typically does because I'm not really invested yet because like, I'm still worried about like, Oh, I've got to like figure out what I'm making when we're packing. I'm not off of work yet. So it's the Monday of the Thanksgiving run. Cause it's, it, it's too, it's Ashley Williams. So you can't start the season off with it. Right. It's not a throwaway that goes into a different part of the year, but I think it just get needs to kind of get buried in like a larger group of movies. Right.
0: It's definitely an on in the background kind of movie too. So, so
1: I give this uh, two and a half hearts out of five, and two snarks out of five.
0: Yeah, I give it. I give it. Yeah, two snarks out of five, and maybe
1: three hearts out yeah. of five. Yeah. All right. So on average, so we'll say three hearts and two snarks. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. I've been Tara. And I've been Austin. Merry Christmas. And happy holidays.